0: Move, bitch. You got coronavirus. Ooh, shit. You got coronavirus. We ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus. I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus. Move. Bitch, you got coronavirus Ooh, shit, you got coronavirus We ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus I'ma chill at the crib cause I'm safe here I ain't even about to drink me a corona beer I'm about to stay at the crib for about a year and i ain't coming back out until this shit clear i done bought me a mask and a lot of gloves and i still feel like that is not enough i ain't shaking no hands i don't want to hug make sure you wash your hands with a lot of love so if you got that cv they gonna find you if you coughing i ain't trying to be around you i ain't even trying to stand beside or behind you I'm going to try to help them motherfuckers find you. I ain't even about to hop on no plane. I ain't even about to stand in the rain. I ain't getting on no train. I ain't even about to drive in my lane. I'm about to stay in the house and play the game. Bitch, move. Bitch, you got coronavirus. Ooh, shit, you got coronavirus. We ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus. I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus. Move, bitch, you got coronavirus. Ooh, shit, you got coronavirus. We ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus. I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus.
1: You are listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ Podcast.
2: Hey, what's up, guys? Got to take care of a few things before we jump into this week's episode. First, our Ramping Isometrics for BJJ program. It is a 12-week program all laid out for you. It's going to help you build strength and cardio in the fastest, safest, and most convenient way possible. This is how James and I have been training for the past year, and we love it. So we put this program together so you can just follow along follow along and we are certain you will see and feel the benefits that we do. It's only 15 bucks. Just go to grumpyguybjj.com, click the drop-down menu in the upper right hand corner and you'll find it. Next, R3 is this is our K2 D3 supplement. It is a combination combination of those two vitamins D3 and K2. These are two vitamins that James and I have been taking for a long time that really help us recover from hard training sessions and for only 15 bucks They got a nice app you can download on your phone. That way you can take your instructionals right to the gym with you, watch the technique, drill it. It's a pretty sweet setup. So once again, digits discount code GRUMPY10, G-R-U-M-P-Y-1-0. Simple as that. To find all this stuff I just got done talking about, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com.
3: Boom, boom. Here we go. We're back. We are old school. To some normalcy. To some normalcy, yes. We are uh, in the same room.
2: I don't Mm -hmm. like recording on Skype. No, me either. Uh, There's a disconnect there. Yeah. You're not tuned in. For me, I'm not tuned in. Yeah. And then the awkwardness, like, not being able to see each other and talking over each other. Like, ah.
3: Yeah. No, it's, it's... it's better than nothing, but if you can, you, if you can do it, I mean, you see why old Joe Rogan prefers to do it in person. I, yeah. I, so I,
1: I think you guys usually talk over each other.
3: <laughs> well, it's different when we're in the same room. When you're on the phone or you're on Skype, it's uh, even worse. Weird. Yeah, it's just tough to hear, like what, because, anyways, yeah. So what's up, Z? You had your you had a uh, interesting week. Your first week of online learning.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So it's uh, but he's got a Pokemon update. He's ready to blast it out. So what do you got for us, man?
1: I got a Hoopa. A Hoopa. It uh, has one hundred thirty hit points. It's a psychic type and it's a basic. Its attacks are mm. hyperspace punch and pultrels. St- portal strike, which does 130 damage. Portal. Portal strike. Portal
3: strike, yeah. Man, then, that's cool. He sounds pretty crazy. hmm So, what's his little story down here?
1: Okay, so <coughs> he actually does have
3: a story. He's got a story.
1: <laughs> if is said to be able to size anything, it Desires with its six rings and its six huge arms, with its power. Sh- yeah. I didn't practice it. That's okay. It's okay. All
4: right.
3: What do you think it says? Shield? Yeah, where is it? Where is it? Yeah, sh- sealed.
1: Sealed. It is transformed into a much smaller form. Mm. But actually, this is a, a not the smaller form.
3: No.
2: They make that writing super small. Down it's the pretty tiny, man. Holy moly.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You got to have some decent eyesight. old guy like myself would need
2: eyeglasses and a magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm Read, surprised reading, I can still see that shit. Uh,
1: reading glasses and a magnifying glass. And a magnifying glass. Wow. Yep.
3: So, man, what did we do? Oh, we had an online class. Uh, We did a streaming kids class. Mm-hmm. You did the...
2: You helped teach it, Z? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were the showing the moves?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Sweet. Yeah, we did the warm-up and then... Showed some moves. You want to show Rob your new uh, move you've learned, your guard recovery move. The
1: kind. Yep. Of stuff. Yeah, yeah.
3: Sure. All right, here we go. <laughs> we
1: don't
3: want to hit anything. No.
2: Nope. Nice, dude. That's yeah. pretty good, man. I could have used that last night when there you go. <laughs> I was getting beat up.
3: Yeah, man.
1: Also, I, in have a we I have
2: fictional <laughs> world. I have
1: three other moves
2: yeah you have to show them to me today when we go train Mm -hmm. or pretend train or something yeah (laughs) okay or social distancing social
4: distancing in the same room
1: we're kind i'm not sure if we're breaking the law but we're going somewhere
3: yeah we're gonna do grumpy guy class we streamed it live last week
1: and i yeah and i think we're gonna do jiu-jitsu today
3: maybe We'll see. We did jujitsu last night. What?
4: You're not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Think the well, secret's
3: out, buddy. Think the secret's out, man. Mm. I don't think anybody's so, going to come arrest us. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Not to that point. So, cool, man. Anything else you want to share? No? Lots of bike riding. We went to the bike park. You made it through the big... Uh, tabletops. Mm-hmm.
2: Looks like you've been enjoying your time off school. I see a bunch of. You got a cut on your hand. You got some nicks on your knee. Yeah, that means that means there's been some good outside playing.
3: Rope burn, man, from climbing that rope, dude. You climbed that rope like a little monkey last night.
2: Well, that's a good one, dude. Mm-hmm.
3: Dude, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I look up and he's just like. You know, it's like I had a, you know, you see those freaking videos of those like kids in the jungle climbing, climbing the tree. palm trees and shit. And I'm like, that's what he look like. Just like, like, oh man. Getting strong. Awesome. man.
4: Getting good uh-huh. at climbing.
1: Last time I was trying to climb the rope, I was just like, uh, not even one foot up. Now, yeah. now, one time, um, the day, the one, when I got the rope burn, when I was at the very top, I was so high that I was literally thinking about grabbing the uh, little the carabines they were attaching. Mm-hmm. You
2: probably it. shouldn't, because then getting back to the rope would be tough, and, yeah. getting, and you're quite a ways up there. So.
1: And I didn't. Uh, yeah, <sighs>
2: uh, let's let's avoid that one. <laughs> I don't remember
3: it. doing that. We had our gym, so like, I had, my gym was in the, like that space that Vita was in, mm-hmm. but it's the same construction. So we had a climbing rope. Suspended, and you'd climb up, and then you grab the little I beam and go out and do a few pull ups or whatever, and then go back and come down. But, like, man, I mean, you're, you're fucking 20 feet off the ground. Yeah, if you were to drop I mean, that roof,
2: 20 feet, that could be significant.
3: Yeah, you're not, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna for hurt. For sure, you're probably gonna break something. It's yeah. tall enough. You're falling on concrete too. Yep. It's not like fucking grass or anything. Like, or a mat. <coughs> or That's, a mat.
2: Yeah, but still, those mats aren't gonna save you that much. No. Not from that high.
3: No, it's still going to hurt, so that's a well, little danger-based training. sure. <laughs> well, still, so,
1: uh, grass is on dirt, so, uh, still, grass would hurt.
3: No, it would hurt. But trust me, man, as as someone who has experience falling on both asphalt, you know, slash concrete and, uh, dirt and grass, there's definitely a little bit more give to dirt and grass than there is to concrete and asphalt. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Would you agree? I would agree. If you had to fall, if you had to take a nasty fall and you had to pick one of the two to land on, I'm going for the fucking grass going and the, the dirt every here. day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can fuck yourself up on them. Dude, asphalt's nasty.
2: They're all nasty, depending on how high you are, but there is a slight more room for forgiveness yeah. on the dirt or the yep. grass.
1: But um, if you're like... F- a hundred feet up in the air and then you It's dropped not going to matter. And you dropped on grass, you would still break some bones.
3: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, there you go. Yeah, he's been climbing his tree and mm-hmm. doing online schoolwork and I riding actually, his bike and... Oh. Making good use of his time. Keep it
2: up. Now when you just got to remember when you get it, little injuries like that in your hand, you got to keep them clean. That's part of yeah if you're gonna injure yourself you got to take it upon yourself
1: keep it clean
3: he knows man i learned <clears> that <throat> from dad <laughs> yeah yeah and it's easy had, to do he had yes. to wash his hand last night it yeah. was uh, kind of stings
1: and i cried so much while i was screaming
2: hey now now you know what it's like and it's like no big deal
3: you just not <sighs> as big a deal. you just prepare for <laughs> yeah. it and you
2: just go i can do yeah. when i when i pour peroxide and i cut my hand i pour peroxide on there i know it's gonna hurt you just Get ready for it. Like, no. here it goes. Here no. it goes, and then it goes away.
1: But and that's it. I was ready for it, but...
3: You thought you were ready for it, but, <laughs> but you but, weren't ready for it.
4: But
1: actually, but actually, my mom did it for like two minutes. It wasn't two minutes. Well, <laughs> one minute.
3: Well, we had to clean it. You but clean, man, having a blister, cleaning a blister hurts like it hurts, crazy. It hurts. That's buddy. one of the. That's one of those things. It's that, just tender, buddy. It hit. It hurts disproportionately <laughs> to the actual injury itself.
2: Yeah, cleaning it hurts more than the injury Fuck, itself. Fuck yeah, dude.
3: Yeah, that raw skin underneath is just like, like it's like matte yeah. burn.
2: Same thing. Yeah, you, you got mat burn on your foot, and you get yeah. in the yeah. shower. It's like the
3: coronavirus of fucking you know skin injuries there. It's worse than the coronavirus. <clears throat> yeah. Well. I'm just talking about some little thing that's disproportionate (laughs) to fucking what it really is. But, anyway. But,
1: even if you're, but, uh, the coronavirus is is worse than, uh, um, mat burn to old people, because, uh, the coronavirus could kill them. (laughs)
3: That might work. That's true. So, mat burn can kill you, too, and get infected. How? I'll guarantee you someone in the history of the world has gone down because of some mat burn.
1: And if they were, like, 200 years ago, they would say, it's witchcraft. Yes.
3: <laughs> Probably, man. <clears throat> exactly. It would have seemed like witchcraft. hmm They would have said he didn't follow the rituals properly or whatever, and the gods struck him down. How right. else do you explain some healthy dude going down from some stupid infection?
1: Yeah. Witchcraft. Or just, like, a burn on your hand.
3: Yeah. Yep.
1: Also, um I have a loose tooth that I thought that I was gonna get out yesterday.
3: Yeah, it's not quite to the point where we can pull it out and it not probably hurt and bleed and stuff, so he's uh he's still working on it. So yeah. It's fun oh, to see. It. Yeah, it's pretty loose. It's pretty man. loose, dude. Through- it's, it's it's gonna come out soon. But <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, I didn't want to hurt him. And it's funny, he's like mad at me because he thinks I'm holding out on him. Like I could just like pull it out and I'm just like choosing not to. And it's like, dude, I'm trying to look out for you. I see, man, I see. I don't know which if one. If you want to it, if you want it, you pull it out. It's your tooth. We'll tie the string around it and you can jerk on it yourself, yep. man. Yep. But if you're going to have somebody else to do it, they got to feel comfortable doing it. So... Cool. Alright, man. Thanks for all the updates. There you go. Pokemon book of cards. Mm-hmm. Aki, you gotta move. <laughs> he grunted at you. Yep. He
1: usually does that.
3: Alright, dude. Later, dude. Thanks, man. Bye. Bye. All right. All right.
2: So how's the homeschooling been going?
3: Good so far. I mean, it uh I don't know. I don't I don't know how to what to say, you know? Like it's weird. It's just the day and age we live in where everybody thinks that fucking online games equals learning.
2: Then well that's where my next question was is what cuz he's in first grade, right? Yeah. <clears throat> what in the world are they doing for a first grader online?
3: Like, he's having to read uh, some online books and then answer questions about them, which is pretty good. That's Mm -hmm. not too bad. And then he's got, like, math that he's doing, and it's these math games. And, you know, again, that's where I'm like, man, there's a difference between learning math and learning how to play a game. Mm -hmm. And there may be some overlap. You know, but you're gonna run into some problems where you're like, "Oh, you didn't really learn math; you just learned how to like figure out the right answer for this game." And they're very similar, but they're it's not, not the same. Not thing. quite math, yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, and then um, it means it's supposed to take like an hour and a half a day, uh, which has been pretty consistent so far. But it is, man. He's in first grade and it's like what exactly like 90% of what I'm doing with him because he tests like his readings at the top of his class of reading and math like like he's not like he could stop all that just first grade today and you know test just fine for second grade like he's not behind in anything and so the only reason I'm sending him to school in the first place is for the socializing aspect so now he's not getting that and it's like so, yeah, like, it's, uh, it's interesting. And, you know, the teachers, they're doing their best. But there's definitely a little bit of an element of, like, like uh, just feels like, you know, job justification.
2: Well, you know, that's, yeah, that's where my mind goes is you take a program that was meant to be done in person firsthand And all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, they got to design an online curriculum and get it up and running. I mean, building an online program for kids isn't something that just gets built in a week or two. And then that's basically what they're expecting. Well, they're expecting
3: all these teachers to figure out how to use these tools that they've never seen before to create lessons and and stuff. That's a a big ask. It's a big ask, and it's not... It's not the same thing. No, it's not. Like, it's not. Like, that's this assumption that you can just, like, oh, we'll do online learning. And it's, like, man, that's your – it's uh it's better than nothing. And I guess you have to do something. You have to show the attempt, I guess. Yeah, you got to do something. But it's not, like, it's not the same thing. And the problem is, is, like, I see Shiloh, like, she's got a homeschool – Program. Yeah, she was already in a homeschool program. Already, right. So I see what homeschooling can be. Right. That ain't it. You know, it's like there's a big difference between, no, I'm going to homeschool my kid. I'm going to find a homeschool-based program and use it to educate my kid. And, you know, no, I'm choosing to send my kid to school. And all of a sudden, all of these teachers who uh, who don't necessarily have training in this area... This isn't their thing, you know, and it's, it's lesson plans that weren't necessarily designed for online, uh, learning. You know what I mean? It's like, you're trying to shove this yep. round peg into a square hole and you're just like, we have to do it though. Yeah, that's exactly,
2: I mean, I thought about that right from the jump on this, yeah. all the kids that are getting sent home that weren't in homeschool programs yeah. and these poor teachers are expected to come up with an online program just like that. Yeah. Like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. Like th- this, this, yeah, that's really absurd. I mean, I, I get it. The sentiment's good.
3: The sentiment's good, but, but it's not the same thing. No, like man, it's, They would have been better off trying to figure out how to switch them over to like a real homeschool-based homeschool. yeah, program. Transform into a program that already exists. But the problem is, is that again, like they're dude. It's such a weird fucking thing, right? Because if you're homeschooling, like Shiloh spends hours a day, like it's a legitimate school program. You know, like this is designed. So that it's supposed to take like an hour and a half a day, you know. Because, and again, I don't know what it's like for kids, older kids. Like, maybe I'll have to ask Shiloh what her friends, you know, workload is like. But it's, uh, it's they're not, you know, working as long as they would be with the homeschool and the home. You know, like it's a different thing. And like that's what I'm saying. Like this is this this like middle ground that they're not really going to homeschool because. It's way too big of an ask of the parents. You you know, like it's, so they have to do something though. And so they find this middle ground where it's like this, you know, hour and a half, two hours, but that the parents, because the parents have to be available. It's like, we can't just sit him down and he does it all by himself. He still needs some help or if he has a question or whatever. So, but yeah, dude, if you're not like used to teaching your kid and you know, that's not your thing. And all of a sudden you're like, here, you got to. You got to teach a kid. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, what? And, and you got teachers that aren't used to doing this, trying to put together lesson plans and figure this out. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. It's, uh, you start to realize at some point, like, like, what the, like, I don't know how, how inefficient the system is, right? Like, if they would just tell us what he needs to know, and so we can just make sure that he knows that by the end of the year. Okay, cool. Like, if this is what he needs to know, then what is the point of all this other stuff? And it, you know what I mean? If he knows it, if he's, if he's gonna, like, this is one way to get it or whatever, you know what I mean? But it's like, and then if it really is just like an hour and a half of work, like, what the hell is he doing at school for freaking, you know, the rest of the time? Which again, it's a socializing aspect, which is a lot of what I, I, I think is important, but I think with the older kids, like kids in high school, they're going to see, like, and parents are going to see, like, you know, wait a minute. Why why are you in school for this long when you're really only doing a few hours of work? And, you know, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of things like that. I think there's going to be a lot of people who realize and, and businesses who realize, like, oh, shit, like, we can do a lot from people working at home.
2: Yeah, but I was just gonna say that I think we're gonna see a lot of that after this. Yeah, a lot of companies are gonna realize. Wait, we don't have to have office space for all fifty employees. Yeah, what's the point of but that? You know, we can save so much money. Never understood I understood it. You know, we could have save so much money. Dinosaur on shit. That, you know, only have an office space for twenty-five people and have them rotate or something. You know what I mean? Like work for so Why home have an office space? Why have an office space if you don't need it? Yeah,
3: you know I mean? like it's one of these those weird things. Like you know, in the cycling industry. You know, having Peddling Innovations, it's weird. I wonder what people think sometimes. And I know what they think because, like, you're not a legitimate company if you don't have, like, a space somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, Peddling Innovations headquarters. offices. Right, exactly. There's an office and it's, you know, and there's, you know, whatever. Whatever people have in mind. But that's that's what it is for a lot of companies. And, And they invest fucking money in this space that really serves no real purpose other than just being able to say, hey, look at my cool space. You know, because it's all oh, they do the fucking architect. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just plain. Everybody, they, they invest in, in their brand. You walk in there and it's right. like, oh, dude, I know I'm in fucking Trek's headquarters or I'm in like, you know, Yeti's headquarters or whatever it is. And it's like, uh, you know, so much of it is like to be cool. To say that I have this and look look at this cool thing that I have. It's my cool office space and, you know, my employees can go play ping pong on their fucking time off or whatever it is. And it's like, yeah, you realize like, what is a lot of that is not needed. Like it's the that's dinosaur shit right there. It's uh, how the old way of doing business. And so. You don't have to. That's an option, right? Not, not everybody has to fucking totally lean down and go online. You still need... A couple of people. Com- yeah, companies and offices right. and stuff like that. But you start to realize, like, man, how much of, of people... How many people are trying to emulate people that need it, right? Like, there are companies that legitimately need that kind of infrastructure and space and stuff... But then you're here and you're like, oh, I got to emulate these guys. So I got to get my space and have my cool logo on the background and, you know, invest like, you know, five grand and like making it look all cool and getting cool furniture and all this bullshit. And it's like, but you don't need that, man.
2: Yeah. I think a lot of it's going to go away. I'm hoping even at my work, they're starting to see it, which, you know, in a company this big, it's like turning a turn in the battleship. It takes a long time to make that turn. Yeah. But you know, even for example, you know in this day and age right now, everybody preaching the social distancing and whatnot. they the office, obviously, I don't have an office job, so I, I spend very little time. I go in there and get my paperwork and balance basically. But we have, dude, not a very big office, and there is what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people in there at the busiest time of the day. You know, early in the morning, there's, you know, just a couple and then in the evening a couple, but through most of the day, there's like seven people in there and that could be done away with, you know, we could probably get it down to like two people in there and that way they could be a long ways away from each other. Yeah. So social distancing and like most of the other people, they could be working from home. Yeah. There's no reason for them to be there. None. You know, you get, you get a VPN, they can access the network, yep. you know, at from home, they could have customer calls routed to their business line or business cell phone or whatever. It'd be pretty easy to do in this day and age. Yeah, and you know it's funny. My one boss that my like my, they shows up early in the morning. He kept saying to like the head boss, like, "Hey, man, we are on top of each other here. You know, like, basically the government's saying we shouldn't be. Even our company is saying that we should be practicing our six foot buffer zone. You're not providing that." and he was kind of getting pissed like my like my boss and yeah. the head boss and nothing was being done about it well my boss kind of lost his shit and I'm, he, you know, he's know, he got a desk and he's got like three monitors up there he's got the whole fucking thing going on dude he took it unplugged it all and then we have this little computer training room yeah. with a few desktops in there and just took that over and shut the door <laughs> he moved his whole shit in there shut the door he's like if you're not gonna do it I'm gonna take it upon myself no one come in here and shuts the door. That's fucking funny. <laughs> he kind of lost his shit the other day. But I get it.
3: Dude, yeah. I get it. It's so confusing, man. It is confusing. You're told this and then you may not get the support that you need to do it. Well, you
2: know, it's funny. It's like from the higher ups, he's being forced to like pass all these memos on to us. and yeah. shit. Like, hey, make sure you guys are practicing social distance with customers. Blah, blah, blah. All, all, like, It's being rammed down his throat to pass it on to all of us. And he's like, what about me? What about this? Why aren't we putting these things into play here? Yeah. And it just crickets. Yeah. And so he finally just lost his shit. And I was like, hey, good for you, man. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I re- there's no reason why most our office people couldn't work from home.
3: Yeah. There's, I hope they see that. It's a tough thing. I mean, if you don't trust your people to do this whole idea of like synergy, like that's bullshit, right? Like people can't multitask. Like you don't need distractions. So like on one hand, you're like, you know, argue like, oh, they're coming to work. But it's like work has so many distractions for there's most people. So many distractions. You know, the way that it's set up, like you're just, there's people, there's noise, there's just constant distractions. It's not like this, that, that most people have a really well thought out, productive workspace. Even like this idea of fucking like co-op workspaces, like that thing blows my mind. Like all these young, oh, I work at the co-op workspace. And it's like how how like you, you fucking you know you can't focus there you can't concentrate like there's just too many distractions so no matter where you're at you're going to have to learn how to create the space and headspace to minimize distractions so that's not a legitimate argument uh you know this is why people can't be at home but yeah it's, so what does it come down to like you don't trust your employees to do their job Okay, that's a great fucking spot to come from your policies. From like, I don't trust my employees, and I expect them to fuck up. So this is why I'm gonna, you know what I mean. And that's where you start building policies from. Yeah. Well, okay, is that a really good spot? It's not
2: healthy. That's not good.
3: Yeah. How's that working? Yeah. So like, why why is it like this? Like, and that's why I'm saying like, <clears throat> I, I, I've i said a couple times like, I this is definitely a comet that's gonna kill some dinosaurs. Like the the the. the like like shit like this, right? Like it's like there's things companies are are finding out, like, oh shit, there's work that can be done at home. We don't need this. You know, like this is an old way of doing business. This is a pre-internet way of doing business. Where if you were going to have a business, you had to have a space and hang a shingle out front to let people know this is where we work. And you need people to come there because that's just the only way for them to access the information. I mean, you had your files there. You had all your information there. The only way that you could have a group of people working towards a goal was to have them come to this space or or to sell shit because that's the only way you could sell shit. And it's like that's not the case anymore. Like You can have people all over the place. They can have access to the same information. You can have a virtual storefront where you're selling stuff. There's just no fucking reason for the brick and mortar. So much of it that I see, I just fucking shake my head. That was one thing in the startup space, you know. I just it, it, you see, it's like man, why are you people fucking investing money in like office space? You don't need it. It's just to look cool. So yeah, it's uh.
2: We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully, there's a lot of good lessons to be learned in what's going on right now. It's whether those. They get learned and absorbed and put into action.
3: A certain percentage of people will. They will, yeah. It's not gonna be the majority, but there'll be people that will. I, I think there'll be a lot more kids doing homeschool. Like I said, especially like older mm-hmm. kids. Like you're gonna have parents and kids who realize, like, why am I going to high school and subjecting myself to just the social bullshit that, that is usually present uh, there and I'm wasting my time? I don't need to be there. Like, why am I investing a seven hour day into what really boils down to like four to five hours of work? Like, that's an extra two hours a day that I can be investing in learning something else or doing something else. And it's like, well, what am I I doing with that time at school? Oh, I'm talking about Billy and Nancy, and they broke up. Did you see who posted <laughs> this on Instagram about and, and talking shit and like, oh my god, you know what I mean? It's like so much of the day's filled. Two is like. hours of your day is filled with that bullshit. Like that's that's basically what it is. If you can x that out, it's so much more efficient. Because like school is not. I mean, we've talked about it a bunch of times. Like on a certain level, like especially as kids get older, you get into high school, it seems that school is more about social engineering than it is actually about education. And a lot of that social engineering takes place through, like, the contact that the school has with your kids. And so if you take that contact away and you get back to, like, no, we're just here for, like, education, you know, online education, and, and, you, and we take away that just social engineering bullshit that goes along with it, I, I think it's fucking better for everyone. So it'll be more efficient, you know. But won't need as many teachers. So you can pay the. Have better teachers that get paid more. So you can have these people that were not meant to be teachers. Like, God bless their soul. Like, you know, in any profession, right? In any profession, there's a bottom 10%. Yep. There's a bottom 1%. Like, like, it just. There's just people that really suck at their fucking job, man. Like, whatever it is. Like, they got into it for the wrong reasons and they suck. So it's like, if you can. You know, it's the people at the bottom. It's not the A players that get fucking dropped, man. Like, you know, you're kind of finding that. You're a fucking A player.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And it, 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 if you're an A player, like, you're the last one to get affected when shit starts hitting the fan. It's the, the B and the C and the, you know, D, the F players. Like, they're the first ones to go. And so, you know, it, it's if you're able to fucking cold the hurt a little bit it usually ends up better for everyone. So, I mean, from like a job standpoint, not like a coronavirus (laughs) killing old people standpoint. That's what I was
2: going to ask you about that. Was there a hidden message there? Yeah, like, hey, how deep are we going with this calling the
3: herd? Hey, man, no. No, man, that's not... uh, uh, Yeah, from a Darwinian evolutionary survival of the fittest standpoint, which, again, this is our... This is our religion of the day, right? If we're going to judge this situation through the religion of the day, back in the day, God would be smiting us because we are not being holy enough, you know, or like witchcraft or whatever, right? Like, how are you interpreting the events of the day?
2: I'm interpreting it through this is Mother Earth putting us in time out. You like guys you guys have been fucking up. So again, man, so some Darwinian,
3: and the air quality's better. You know, <laughs> that's the other thing, man. Like, how many people? Like, the air quality's better. Yep. Crimes down. Yep. So like you know, in again, like there's there are advantages to not having so many people commuting. No, it's so much
2: less taxing on the infrastructure. You know, yes. beating, beating up the roads. You know, our good buddy Nate and uh, and I were talking about this yesterday. Um, you know, because he works for C Yeah. And, he, he's, and we were talking about the same thing, you know. Uh, yeah, he's like, I think uh, even, you know, in the government agencies, we're going to see a lot of people can work from home. And the benefits of that, you know, less pe- it's safer. You get less people on the road driving, so there's going to yes. be less accidents.
3: You talk about saving yeah, people. Yeah. Less, Drive less.
2: Less wear and tear on the streets. And so there's going to be less tax money you have to spend on, you know, fixing the roads and bridges and all that good stuff. And you know, there's a lot of benefits too, you know, finding ways for people to work at home. Yeah. Less air, less air pollution, and like all kinds of
3: things. All kinds of things, Less man.
2: fuel being used, you know, it just, it just goes. Yeah.
3: So.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah. No, there's a ton, man. It's, uh, yeah. It's interesting. It's like the world is waking up to what, you know, I realized fucking 15 years ago, like the being super lean and and having a, uh, the, using the power of the internet to leverage, uh, just everything, your time, your knowledge is, you know, whatever. That's the future. That's, that's the future economy, man. Like that is, that's the kind of economy that's going to be able to survive shit like this. This isn't the last time this is happening. Like that's the thing, man. Like we get through this, like this isn't the last time. It's gonna happen. Again. It's gonna happen again. If we don't have some sort of like plan, like the old way got us into this, like it's gonna have to be different on the other side. I mean, I'm still rooting against the the fucking health dictatorship, the medical dictatorship, and and the the Illuminati endgame scenario. I'm really hoping that's not it. It'll be super interesting if that's where we do end up, but. Whew, that's scary I hope we don't I hope we don't either man but the th- the thing is is things are going to be different on the other side of this they have to be like I would actually be god damn dude it would scare me more if not like there aren't differences
2: yes that I, I'm concerned for that
3: yeah, people because want uh, to go back to normal people, so bad, so
2: bad. They'll just fall right back into their old ways and yes. not change.
3: And and the government like not addressing what the real issues were as far as like the you know inflexibility of the medical system yeah. and needing to fix the overall health of our population and just you know the, the benefits of people not having to drive to work and, and all that shit. There's and dude, just so I, many things. I'm,
2: I'm I am. I'm legitimately concerned because again, it goes back to my lack of faith in society. That pe- <laughs> it
3: seems to be a little justified at the moment.
2: <laughs> people will, they're just so ready to just get back to quote unquote normal. That as soon as it's over, they'll just jump right back into their old ways, not fix anything. Just nope, we're fine. That was just a little bump in the road. We'll be okay. Yeah, like now, nah, you guys are missing a lesson here. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm hoping that doesn't happen, but I'm nervous. I'm nervous for that.
3: Yeah, no, it's it'll uh. It may take one or two of these fucking things for people to get it figured out. But I like, get if this is our new reality, like if our global connectedness, because that's the problem, right? Like before we were globally connected like we were, like this, you know, it wouldn't have spread like it did. And it wouldn't have like the impact that it's having. Like we're just such a fucking global uh, economy, you know, like that's. That's just the reality. Like if, if this is if this is where we're at, like a infectious disease can cripple everything, then like, yeah, you have to, you can't keep going forward using the old ways. Like things have changed. It's like waking up and seeing like there's fucking aliens up there, man. Like we can't continue. <laughs> there's goddamn flying saucers in the sky. Like we have to change something about what we're doing. Uh to address the fact that there's fucking flying saucers, man. So, like, that's... I'm with you, man. I hope... I, I'm afraid that it, we're not going to address the flying saucers enough. There's just going to be enough of, like, we figured out how to, like... They still make our contact Throw up a them. screen. <laughs> yeah,
4: exactly.
2: Just block them all. Just don't make yeah. our contact. Yeah. be okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's, that'll be the social distancing <laughs> of the day. Just keep your eyes down. Everybody eyes needs down. to keep your eyes down. Keep your eyes down. and Just keep plugging forward. Yeah. So, we'll just go back to normal with our eyes down, but... We'll go back to normal with six feet of social distancing. So hmm.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just gonna do a hard yes. subject change. Dude, I'm reading this book right now that is amazing. It's called it kinda connects, but whatever if it doesn't. Um, it's called In the Kingdom of Ice. Okay. Written by Hampton Sides is the guy's name. Um, it's about an Arctic exploration that took place back in like my dates like eighteen eighty, yeah, basically mm-hmm. late late eighteen hundreds, dude. gnarly. I'm not always through it. You know, I, I'm two hundred fifty, 250, 300 pages in. I got another couple hundred pages to go, dude. It is fucking good, dude. We were so hard and robust back then. Might not have been the smartest of people, no, <laughs> but we were some hard motherfuckers, man. They uh so the ship took off because we hadn't discovered the North Pole yet. There was a lot of theories. And what took place up there, right? And past, I think, like the high, the furthest north anybody had ever been is like the seventy seventh parallel or something. We hadn't been much past that, so that was the goal: get past that. Break, there was a lot of different theories of what would get through this ice ring, and then there could be a warm body of warm water up there because of the Gulf Stream, and then some, you know, whatever. They had all these different. The Hollow Earth theory was still a thing back then. Um, but these fucking people, man. This crew of 30, there's so many different examples of how hard these motherfuckers are. But, so there was a crew of 33 of them. They get up there, dude, and they get stuck pretty early on. Like, they get lodged in some, you know, floating pieces of ice. Yeah. And they're just fucked. Their ship was stuck in spot for two years. And they just stayed with the ship because it was, it was kind of tilted on its side but stuck. But they could live in it. So, and they had a ton of supplies. Yeah. I mean, they, and that was basically their shelter. They, And they got to do a daily routine. And they literally stayed in that ship for like two years. I'm at the point in the book now to where the the ice finally shifted. The the ship broke loose, but it fucking sunk. And so they... (laughs) Because they were holding out hope that it would break loose and they could continue to sail. Yeah. That didn't work. So they had to fucking abandon ship and get on the ice. And now, I mean, they've been out there for two years and they haven't seen another even, I mean, resemblance of anything living. You know, except for polar bears and shit. And uh, no humans. So they know no one's coming to rescue them. And they're... 500 or 1,000 miles away from any sort of colony in Siberia or wherever the fuck they're at, right? Yeah. And so they have to start marching. Dude, but dude, something like, dude, it's insane. There's this is one guy, this, this is like, try to wrap your mind around this. There's this guy that he had syphilis and then they thought he had cured it before he got on the ship. Yeah. He didn't tell anybody about it. Well, I guess apparently syphilis will manifest itself in a lot of different ways, like different lesions, or sometimes it'll fuck up people's sight and eyes, you know, yeah. their eyes. Well, this guy started having a problem with his eye, and it was getting worse and worse and worse. Well, the they had a doctor on board, and he's like, well, we're going to have to operate on his eye because he's going to lose sight completely if we don't, and it might go to the other eye. How they performed surgery back in that day, they get four of the strongest guys on the ship to hold this motherfucker down. And then they put a piece of leather in his mouth so he can bite down on it. And he takes a razor blade and he cuts into the guy's eye. No sedative, no nothing. You might give him a shot of brandy beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? like, Dude, just think about laying there and having someone cut into your eyeball to drain this wound.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's but that's the type nuts, of fucking people man. we're dealing with.
2: Yeah. And, you know, if we had those type of people this day and age... they're still there and you know some fucking government guy was like yeah should wear a scarf around your face to protect you from this virus like fuck right off
4: yeah it's a
2: great book dude the book's getting so good it's I haven't read a book that's interested me this much in quite a while to where you start reading it and you don't want to put it down. Right. That's part of the reason why I was a little bit late this morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. One, I was a little tired, so I wasn't moving real fast this morning, but I you know, I sit down and I read for 10 or 20 minutes every morning. And it just I'd get through a page and I'd be like, all right, I got to get up and get ready. Like oh so what is this next and so I get to the next page next next page next thing you know I'm sitting down for a half hour reading this, and saying like fuck I gotta get up I gotta go nice. it's getting really good because not dude it's so gnarly they they have so much gear they're trying to drag across the ice right now and these fucking animals they had, they can drag they have ammo and food and blah 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 they're dr- they can drag it about a mile then they have to stop and they have to back or backtrack a mile get the other part of their gear drag that forward. And I think they have to do it twice each. There's enough guys and the amount of gear, and they have it divvied up in sleds, so everybody's kind of pulling them. And the sleds are built out of walrus bones and whale bones and shit. I mean, it's 1880. They didn't buy shit off REI. Right, yeah, yeah.
4: You know what I mean? made it. Yeah,
2: made it. And so they go a mile, and then they trek back, grab some more shit, drag it another mile, and that's how they inch along. An inch along in the frozen fucking Arctic on a slab of ice. And these poor bastards... (laughs) <laughs> so they're on the, they're on this huge chunk of ice they don't know how big it is well they get going along and they're finally like alright let's set up camp for the night and then they break out their ancient navigating tools and try to figure out where they're at and the captain like did his you know through the stars and however he's doing it and he's like dude we're because they're trying to head south Oh yeah. and he breaks out his tools and he's You'll like him. and he's yeah. like we're he's like we're further north yeah. than when we started. And he didn't believe it. So he redid his readings like six times. And then he had his like his second command. He's like, hey, I need you to do this reading. And he didn't want to tell his crew. He didn't tell anybody. So he went to bed, woke up the next morning, and did the readings again and got the same result. He's like, all right, I'm not screwing this up. And again, he had somebody double check him. And, well, so they're marching across the slab of ice, but the ice is floating Yeah, and so it rotated. So they were ended up marching north when he was thought they were making ground to head south, and he didn't want to tell his crew because they'd be so discouraged. Like, hey, we're kind of going the wrong way.
3: Yeah,
2: but dude, so they're working their asses off. They're getting all fucked up, you know, trucking through this ice. But then the ice rotated, so they're actually walking the wrong way. Dude, it's intense, man. Fuck, did they make it out? I don't know. Uh, No, I'm I'm sure they all died. Yeah. I'm I'm speculating they're gonna start. I asked. I kind of asked Nate. I was like, "Hey," because I borrowed this book from Nate. I was like, "Do they start eating each other at some point?" He's like, "I'm not gonna say." Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm speculating it's gonna devolve I to that. I think.
3: I don't know why. I I think I remember hearing the story, and I saw it on like History Channel or something. They did a show. It's pretty famous. Pretty. On this, like, because they were trying to figure out like what happened to them.
2: Yeah, the, the ship was the USS Jeanette. Yeah The captain was His last name was DeLong he, had, he ended up going by George Washington DeLong He had more of like a Like an Austrian Or he had more of a foreign name He yeah. didn't feel it was American enough So he changed his name To George Washington DeLong I believe Yeah um, He's the captain of it all Yeah, yeah. He's pretty famous They're I remember huge. the
3: fucking the two, the two years Like them being stuck in the ice For two years That like It's like I remember that That's crazy Gnarly Yeah dude. And then they fucking yeah, Trying to hike their way out Yeah and, like, I just, I think they came across, like, they they kind of know what happened to them, because they came across, like, some Indians or something. Well, they, they
4: got
2: the story. I mean, so, yeah. these, these stories, the story had to get out somehow. Yeah. They, they, they found some records or something. Yeah. But it's a badass book, dude.
3: Yeah. That's funny. I don't, dude, what the fuck? I don't know what would possess people to try to go find the North Pole. Like, back in the day, especially. Like, it just seems like the odds of things going well were just infinitesimal. Yeah. Like it. It seems like you hear a couple stories about people that uh, found what they were looking for and made it back alive to tell the tell. And you hear a lot more of like, yeah, like two dudes made it out.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's the majority of it. And it's funny that prior to their adventure, you know, they uh, had rounded up some whaling captains because <coughs> you know they would whaling, whalers would go pretty far north. Yeah. You know, and, and during that time. And uh, so they wanted to interview those guys and get some advice before they headed out on their adventure. And one one of the guys, one of the captains, this old gnarly dude, he's like, well, I forget his, his exact verbiage, but he something like he's, like, you're either going to get stranded in the ice and end up in hell, or you're going to get through the, the ice ring and make it to the North Pole and die and end up in hell. He's like, but either way, you're not making it back. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically what he told them. He's like, I don't know what you're thinking. Like, you're not making it back. Like, this is this is it. Yeah. They, like, do you guys think otherwise? And of course, they didn't listen to him.
3: Dude. Yeah. I that that was a different breed back then. Man. Fuck yeah, it was. Like they were. Uh, I mean, that whole time period, um, it was just they wanted to figure out. They wanted to fill in the blank spaces on the map. Yep. And if you were the person to do it, like you were gonna get like, you know, you'd be famous. famous. Huge, yeah. Hugely famous. Yeah. The glory and the honor. Yeah. Like, and that's what they were looking for. And it was enough. Like that was worth enough for them to risk their lives in like these, like what we would look at today and be like, what the fuck were they thinking, man? You got a wooden boat. You're going to go like tangle with giant icebergs and ice flows. And what do you got? Fucking you know, wool on you there. Like, what? Are, what are you gonna keep warm with, man? Like, what is the plan here? What is the plan? <laughs> like, ah, figure it out. It's like, all right, man. All right. So, I mean, it's that's hard to do today. Yep. You got giant ice breaking ships and all sorts of specialized gear, and it's still fucking hard. It's
2: not guaranteed. It's still no. dangerous. Yeah.
3: Well, so yeah, those are fucking. I love
2: reading about those times, man. It just
3: yeah, I was. Yeah, I was uh we were a different breed back then different time for sure yeah I'm motivated by that that uh, that seeking glory and honor now you're looking for Instagram followers so it's a different uh deal
2: not quite the same thing no it's not, not quite, quite as <laughs> not, not quite as heroic
3: no <laughs> there's no heroism no in being an but Instagram influencer
2: on a, on a lighter note I think I did make a connection from that time frame to Something relevant in this day and age. So, uh, we always make ref- references to Seinfeld, right? One yeah. of our favorite shows of all time. Do you remember Elaine's boss on there, Peterman? J. Oh, Jay yeah. Peterman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, company, yeah, yeah, Right. Yeah. And he, he's a big adventurer and explorer. Well, there was, I think, the writers of Seinfeld got his name, Peterman. There was an old dude back at, he was this famous uh, map maker back in the day. And I think his name was like August Peterman. And I'm like, dude, I bet you the writers of Seinfeld took his name from that. Although the real Peterman was an adventurer, he was just, he was a map maker. He yeah. thought he knew it all. He would go around and interview all these adventurers. Yeah. And he, you know, take his readings, however he did. But he barely went on adventures. He was kind of a fucking pussy. But he was you know, he was a smart guy. So he'd sit at his desk all day and make maps and like this is how it is. Yeah. But his name was I think it was August Peterman and the Seinfeld <laughs> I, th- I bet you the writers of Seinfeld took the name from this guy man I don't I, know man that, I, I'm, I'm making that guess that assumption I'm running with it
3: alright I'll let you have it and I'd have to say it's a bit of a stretch I don't think so but a map maker named Peterman
2: is where they got the name Peterman from huh. for
3: the show well, I bet
2: you I'm right there's okay. no way we could ever find out no Maybe. I'm sure Let's... the writers of Seinfeld are not listening to Grumpy Guy.
3: No. Well, you never know. You might find yourself sitting at the same, like, cross table from them or in the same restaurant. You can ask them. You never know, dude. One day I was sitting next to Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish.
2: Were you? So, yeah. I don't remember this story.
3: <laughs> it's not much of a story, man. We were, as when I was uh, living on Cape Cod, we'd go to Boston, just, you know, to fucking hang out. And I was sitting there with, like some outdoor like eating area, and uh, it's me and another dude, and we look over, and at the next table over, I was like, "It's Darius Rucker," and it's like, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish were fucking like super popular, and it's like, dude, I think that's Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish, and uh and I forget if I asked her other dude, we were like, "Hey man, can you know ask you a question?" He's like, "Oh hey, what?" And it's like, are you Darius Rucker, Hootie and Blowfish? And he's like, if I say I am, is there gonna be a scene here? So he's like, he's like, no, man. I'm like, you know, I don't care. I just wonder if it's you. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, I know it's me. And so that was it. That was the fucking exchange. Hmm. So,
2: yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm not the type of guy like trying to get pictures with famous people and shit. Like, I could give two shits.
3: Yeah. Was, In this
2: day and age, everybody wants a selfie. You know, that would be, back then. You guys didn't have selfie cell phones. No. No,
3: and uh, yeah, no, we didn't have uh, that. So, and I didn't really care enough. I mean, I you know I didn't hate right old Hootie and the Blowfish. They had some like fun songs, but I wasn't like I don't know. I don't even know who it would be. You know, there's definitely people that I, if I met, I'd be a little bit more like, dude, I love your shit, thanks, and then leave them alone.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think there's anybody. Unless they were, we were in a position to where it was a normal thing for me to talk to him, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, for me to like, if I saw someone famous across the room to run up to him, like, oh man! No, I no, right, no, shit, no, no,
3: no, not like that. But I just mean like, like that situation, you know. If I was like sitting next to like, I don't know, if it was like Trent Reznor or something, man, with Nine Inch Nails, like. Is he still alive? I don't know. I mean, this is back way back in the day, I saw him with. Uh, I mean, they toured with David Bowie, at uh, one point.
2: Did they really? Yeah. It seems like a weird combo. It
3: was an interesting combo, man. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was a good show. That was a crazy night. I was a fucking... We drove to Rhode Island to try to get tattoos. Because <laughs> you can't get tattoos in Massachusetts. Or maybe illegal now. But, <clears throat> of course, we get to Rhode Island and it's fucking all shut down. Because it was weird. It was like after the concert. Like, we showed up <laughs> to the concert. We didn't have tickets. We found a fucking scalper who sold us tickets actually for like less than face value and we ended up, I thought they were fake for sure. Not we got fake, ripped. Yeah. But no, man, they let us in. And, uh, yeah, had a good time. And then, you know, you're all fired up at the end of the concert. And it's like, man, I want to go back home. What are we going to do? Let's go to Rhode Island and get tattoos. <laughs> yeah. That seems like a logical thing. So, we're fucking, man, that was, was like 20. It's was like 20, man. Yeah, I don't even think I was 21 yet. And so. That's hilarious. Yeah. So we drove to Rhode Island. Can't find anything. I think that's the trip, man. I hung out with this dude who was, he's a little bit of a thug, man. Like, he he fancied himself a little bit of a fucking, you know, gangster type thug guy. And, uh, he, and he fucking, he said he wanted to, we were trying to get some weed. And we're at this fucking convenience store in like the wrong side of... Providence, Rhode Island. I think that's where we were, which is like the only town in Rhode Island, isn't it? And, uh, never been there. Dude, yeah, wrong side of the tracks. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm gonna to talk to this dude, see if I can get something. And he, he like, gets, he goes, sits in the, this fucking car, like, with this dude. And they're talking, and I'm sitting there with another guy with us, and I'm just like, man, what the fuck is going on here? And the guy comes back and gets in the car, and he's like, all right, here's the deal. He's like, I'm gonna go over there and I'm gonna fucking rob that dude. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the start of a good plan. No, but. no, no. He's like, he's like, he's got like some cocaine or something. I'm just gonna fucking beat him up and take it and just get ready to go. And I'm like, <laughs> No. <laughs> Wait, no. Can we talk about this? Yeah. Can plan? we talk about this plan, dude? I'm like, I don't know where I'm at. Right. Like, I don't even know where I would drive to. Where am I gonna drive to, man? Like, I'm in. I'm in fucking. I don't know. I have any clue where I'm at? And we're in this dude's neighborhood, and you want to fucking beat him up, amongst, take his coke, and you think like he's just gonna let you go? <laughs> so. Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. I ended up talking him out of that, luckily. Like,
2: <laughs> I would have loved to have been there for that conversation. <laughs> uh, it,
3: you know, it was easier than... I, th- than it, I, <laughs> I think he realized real quickly, like, man, I'm not fucking sticking around for that. Like, I'm leaving. Like, if you get out of the car and go and do that, like, I'm not going to be here. Like, I'm not... Like, this is insane, dude. I'm not going to... I'm not going to be stupid. I'm not going to be your getaway driver. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, after all that, we're driving back to fucking home uh, on, on Cape Cod And we're, I think we're still in Rhode Island. Yeah, it was, anyways, one of the two, Rhode Island and Massachusetts. But I'm cruising along and we're doing a little bit over the speed limit. It's like 55 there. So I was probably doing like 65. But there was another car that, you know, we were kind of doing it together. And uh, all of a sudden, lights fucking going to, you know, pull us over. I'm like, fuck, man. And so I pull over. And he, he keeps following the car that was in front of me and gets it to pull over. And I tried to play stupid and be like, oh, he wanted that guy. And tried to pull back out and go. Oh,
2: well, yeah. That's the move. That's what I would have done.
3: And, of course, no. He fucking fucking gets on my ass again and pulls me over again. So he, he,
2: he wasn't pulling you both over. He
3: was pulling us both over. Yeah. No. He was getting us both. <sighs> so, yeah. So I've already pissed the dude off.
2: That's not good.
3: No, not good. And, uh, so we're sitting there, dude. I'm like, I got like an eighth of weed in the car, uh, fucking like open beer containers. The guy sitting next to me has an open beer and is like drinking it. Uh, fucking dude in the back is passed out drunk. I'm starting to calculate how much money do I have access to to bail myself out of jail? (laughs) Like I'm going to jail. Like I'm pretty sure I didn't have insurance on the car. I mean, it was just, I'm like, I'm going to fucking jail. Like there's no, there's no way I'm getting out of this. And so... Yeah, a guy comes up to the car and, you know, the guy sitting next to me is literally, dude, he's just got the bottle, like, between his legs, like, just kind of holding it there. It's like, it's almost kind of, like, obvious. And and uh, and he's like, oh, I need to see everybody's ID. And, you know, I need to see his ID. The guy in the back's passed out. And this is the guy, you know, who thought he was a fucking thug. He was going to rob somebody. Yeah, I thought he was going to rob somebody. And he's passed out drunk. And he's like, hey, I need to see your ID. And the guy's just, like out and he's like you in the back and I start shining his light in his face and the dude I swear to god goes oh fuck off and like you know I'm like oh my god dude we're so fucking screwed and I'm like dude it's the cops and he's like oh 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 sorry sorry and uh it's like oh yeah you need to see my D, here you go and, and gives it to him and we're sitting there and he's like dude I'm pretty sure I got warrants out for my arrest in this county and I'm like oh that's fucking great too you know, we're definitely going to jail. Like, we're there's no way we're getting the fuck out of this. And for whatever reason, the cop comes back, gives us all our IDs back, and says, okay, slow down. Have a good evening. I'm like, okay. Fucking thank you very much, sir. <laughs> and fucking started going. You don't ask questions Ooh, in that way. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I was like...
2: Another call must have came in or something. Dude,
3: something. Or he found something with that other car or just whatever, man. But I was like, all he had to do was just ask us to get out of the car. And things would have started unraveling from there. And
2: Yeah, but then you could have explained to him that you were going to rob somebody earlier that (laughs) night and you decided not to. So, actually, you were doing good things. We were. (laughs) I don't know if he would have liked that line of thinking, but no, you could have tried
0: it.
3: No, so, yeah, that was my... uh, you know, fucking Nine Inch Nails, David Bowie, Night. It's weird how, like, a bunch of shit gets packed into, like, one, of you know, event. It's, like, all this shit. You have so much of your life where there's nothing really eventful happening. And then you'll have these, you know, days or nights or, like, a condensed period of time where it's just, like, fuck, dude. How did, like, why are all these crazy things happening at it, once? Uh, it but, uh, yeah, that was... But that's why, anyways, I like Nine Inch Nails a lot, going back to, like, if I saw Trent Reznor sitting next to me, I'd have been like, oh, dude, I love your shit, it's a good concert, you know. And that would have been it. I wouldn't have said, like, I don't really care (laughs) if it's you. (laughs) But, uh, anyways, the whole, like, uh, running up to somebody and being like, there's a fucking Ice Cube had a song about that. It's like, you know, fucking stay off my dick. I think
2: Eminem's had quite a few songs about that.
3: Yeah, 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 man. It's like, dude, be a man. Just fucking shake my hand. Say what's up. You know? Don't fucking come run up on me and get all my dick. So, good advice. It must be a
2: weird thing to be famous. It must be, man. We're not, we're not really engineered to handle that.
3: No. Most of us
2: aren't. No. That's why you see so many famous people get all fucked up. I would, yeah. have, to, I would have to assume.
3: Yeah, yeah, man. People just get they feel like there's something you know being associated with you or whatever is good for them there's this proximal pull that people have to you and it's uh yeah we're not really wired to deal with that on a great degree that's why you know absolute power corrupts absolutely you know like you get any sort of power in a situation and you're gonna fucking take advantage of it whether it's Talking two straight boys into being your husband. <laughs> oh yeah, Tiger. Or, dude, or fucking talking all these girls into oh my God. being your assistant.
2: That fucking show, dude. I'm only <laughs> how many episodes in are you?
3: We're three. We're three. That's, in. About,
2: that's about the same. I started watching episode four last night. Just a little bit of the yeah. it. Yeah,
3: It's
2: four or five. Yeah, so I'm not too far ahead. Of you. That show is so fucking insane,
3: dude. Yeah, I
2: love it. The fact it basically if you just took some. <clears throat> crazy white trash motherfuckers and gave him a ton of money this is about what's gonna
3: happen yeah i mean it's what what's funny to me is how like it's a cult yeah and these guys create their own little they, cult they all personality yes, yes all of them all they, of all, them. all of them happen. they
2: all had the cults yes Yeah, you, you got the tiger king himself joe exotic and then doctor or doc Antle. Bagua, yeah. Antel or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody like when they first introduced him, and then he was he showed a picture of his, uh with his swami. Is, is yeah. that, yep. Anytime you meet somebody and they say they have a swami in their life, some big red flag should go up. Yeah, I've never met anybody normal or cool that tells me they're associated with a, a swami.
3: He has a swami. Yeah. He <laughs> so a spiritual he's spiritual guru. He's got a cult. Oh, yeah. you know, Joe he Exata, came from a Exotic.
2: He came from a cult, and he's like, "Oh, this guy's got some good shit going on. I'm gonna do the same thing." Yeah, sure he's... so he's got like eight wives. Joe Exotic's got two supposedly not gay husbands that are. I think they're just addicted to math, and he's just he's keeping them on. He's keeping them controlled by giving them math. <laughs> that That's one, my theory.
3: First, like because it's funny that first. They don't like, like, I like. I told Kayla that first episode, and it just continues. It's like it's like fucking batshit ping pong. Yeah. And it's like they start out and Joe Exotic starts to serve. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that dude's bat shit. And then he ends up old being kind girl. Of normal. Right, 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 right. And then old girl, Carol, returns to serve. And you're like, oh. oh, she's fucking even more bat shit. Fuck yeah, she is. And then Joe introduces his first husband. <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck, he's even more bat shit. Uh. And it's like, and then... Doc Ansel enters the fucking game.
2: <laughs> and, he's and you're elephants. just like...
3: He's riding elephants around his yeah. neighborhood. And shit. I'm like, I can't even keep track of all the insane people. And they're just like... And everyone's like, I'm crazier than you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll see you're crazy and fucking kill my husband and feed him to tigers. <laughs> all right, it's amazing, like, dude. what the fuck? I'll see your... Kill your husband and show you my two husbands. <laughs> it's like... Wah! It's so... It's, dude, I love it.
2: Hey, So, you're <laughs> on episode three. You said... Is that, did you see the part to where, uh, no, episode three, they haven't got into Joe running for president and governor too much yet. No, you? no. Okay.
3: Episode yeah. three was pretty much setting up how Carol pretty much killed her husband. Right. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, so how she episode, got away with that. Episode
2: four, they go into him running for president. Surprisingly, he didn't succeed. You can't imagine that. But then he didn't want to wait another four years to run for another office. So then he decided to run for governor of Oklahoma. Okay, and he took a good stab at that. <laughs> he's he ambitious got, man. He got some votes. Yeah, he's a hardworking motherfucker.
3: Well, dude, I mean, he's got you know, he's he's uh, he definitely appeals to a certain demographic, which is funny because I don't know how you square the fucking militant right wing uh, <laughs> persona with the two husbands. It's like that's the the you know what just really warps your mind a little bit but there's
2: so many like layers to that show so first of all like that guy before he even had a show he was recording every aspect of his life and making his own internet TV show for like 10 years that like ten that like 80 people would watch on a night like he was putting out an internet show on a nightly basis yeah. And there was just a. He was just having a camera. We well, had his
3: Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic TV. Yeah. Like for years. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. years and
2: years. And, and then he brought And her. most of
3: it was all about bashing Carol <laughs> and <laughs> fucking talking reading her fucking diary and but shit. But it was even
2: before that. Like he was doing it. That's how she found out about him. He had a fucking TV show. He was just doing it on the regular. He was doing
3: magic. Yeah, he was doing all kinds of shit. He started. He wanted to be a public speaker. Yeah. And the kids wouldn't listen to him. So then he started doing. Um, what is He started fucking, he did, oh, he started bringing in, like, the fucking, uh, the animals. Right. And then they would pay more attention. So then he started doing the magic and using the animals. And then they, you know, oh, okay. And then he became, that was his deal. And that's when he became Joe Exotic. That was yeah. his fucking stage name. And then it just went, yeah, it grew from there. But, it's like... Yeah, the whole like tiger breeding thing is like nuts. Insane. Like, yeah, that the, there's so many tigers in captivity, and it's uh, <laughs> I,
2: lo- I love this, that part to where <sighs> that one lady gets her arm bit off. Yeah, then all of a sudden Joe has a paramedic jacket on. Did you catch that? Go back and watch that. I think that was episode one. So,
3: was, yeah, two, episode or one three, or
2: two, Yeah, and most people didn't catch it. Go back and all of a sudden he has a paramedic jacket on and <laughs> she gets her armpit off and he just has a paramedic jacket on him. Oh yeah,
4: why not?
3: <laughs> I, I would be surprised if he
4: didn't. <laughs> like,
2: what? how did this happen? Like, hold on, wardrobe change and he puts a paramedic jacket on? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? And then he goes, there's two, oh my God. So he goes into the gift shop. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, all right, everybody. One of my workers stuck the arm in the cage, got a bit off, so I'm gonna have to give you a refund, or we can give you a rain check and come back another day. And everybody was just like, "Oh, all right." Like there was the people in the gift shop that were like, the, "You know, my th- I think most people would be like, ah, 'Ah,' you'd hear a little bit of a scream or reaction." Everybody was like, "God damn it! I really wanted this Joe Exotic. I, mean, under- I really looked- wanted this Joe Exotic underwear. They look You're funny. fucking
3: up my day here." Yeah, they look confused. <laughs> and it may just be like their daily look and that was just another part of their day
2: yeah there was but, like almost zero reaction
3: yeah and then they cut to him he's
2: standing there he's like I'm never gonna financially recover from this yeah
4: <laughs>
3: yeah man
2: oh there's uh, that show just makes me laugh dude The old girl
3: fucking came right back she, oh yeah yeah she's like oh no. well they didn't have to cut off her arm right They're she, like, she wanted I, to get back quickly and not not be a fucking lightning rod to, for people to yeah they're you like, start, yeah,
2: like in two years time with a lot of physical therapy, you'll get use of your arm back. She's like, nah, eh, cut it off. Eh. Well, that's some dedication,
4: boy. Yeah, that is dedication. That's but, what
2: happens when you have a cult, when you're a good cult leader.
4: Dude.
3: Do you know, like, honestly, though, the one, like, Carol's the one that scares me the most. She, yeah, Carol. She's old, frightening. She, yeah, f-
4: terrifying. Yeah, like,
3: she, she doesn't look, like, her eyes look a little soulless. Yes, yeah, she is, Yeah and like that that scares me way more than like Joe Doc like you know those guys like you know what you're getting man like yeah. you, hey he's fucking crazy he's crazy cool man like they put it out there they put it out there and and they're not apologetic and then you got fucking crazy woman who won't admit it and not only that has found a way to create a moral high ground right. for herself that's what's super scary and then she's got all, all those volunteers
2: and she dupes it there's like a ranking system yes they have ranked t-shirts yes and they, like hundreds of volunteers working for free yes that's
3: what keeps her place afloat dude her whole like the whole thing she's like tigers don't belong in cages tigers in cages Your tigers are in cages you know these these <laughs> people that work at these places are being duped exploited. into and exploited Well, I just have hundreds of volunteers and I don't learn their name until they've been here for five years because, you know, ha, 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 ha. And it's like, oh my God, man. She's insane. She's insane. It's like you're, you're, you're charging money for people to look at tigers in cages and you have a completely volunteer workforce. Yep. And you're saying that you're better than the people who charge money to let people look at tigers in cages and have a, you know, exploited workforce, admittedly. But like fuck, man, at least Doc's giving his girls a place to live and, like, hey, old boy's still paying him 150 bucks and letting them dig through the old meat pile. <laughs> it's so insane. What do you get if you work at Big Cat Rescue? A goddamn t-shirt? A ranked t-shirt, buddy. A ranked t-shirt. You gotta earn it. Yep. You start out as a white belt. That's right. And, That's you know, right Everyone's know so excited to so do it So excited to oh, get the green oh, shirt And get the oh red God. shirt Or whatever Yeah so I get to talk to the guru over
2: there This is just so awesome And she Dude she does look insane Fucking nuts And what right. about the wedding photo To where her her husband's like Oh yeah She has a collar and a leash on him Yes
3: Dude her Yeah her second husband it's, is like Okay He's just trying not to get fed to a tiger Yeah
0: yeah, he, he's off his rocker too. He's For, off his rocker. He's got to be to like
3: to like think. who's crazier, the crazy person or the person who follows the crazy person? Yeah. And this point, I think he's definitely the crazy person. He, but he he's crazy, but just not as smart. He's just no, he's not very smart. He's not very smart. No, you can just tell. Yeah, he got, so, he he got, got sucked dude. into her world, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, I'll worship you yep. and all that shit. So she let him in, and and, and you know she has she's this, like oh I this I can power. This she's yeah. the swami. Yeah, she has got all the fucking power. Like that's the thing, man. It's like oh yeah god damn it dude she's nuts yeah. like that's she's the the frustrating one for me cause yeah. like the other ones I'm like yeah, at least we know you know what we're you're getting. getting with the other yeah. ones her she she
2: again she's got it behind this facade of this moral high ground yeah that's what's really scary like wait a and second she goes to
3: Washington and lobbies yeah. and she's seen as this like you know oh hero of, of the big cash. she's doing the same shit doing if, the same to shit, another man. level even
2: yeah like, making a fuck ton of money
3: yeah yeah, yeah, and duped
2: everybody into working for free.
3: Yeah, I mean, the it's mainly the a lot of it could just came down to the fucking tiger, like the cub breeding. Like yeah. that seems to be like the, the the main thing is the like yeah, the cub breeding aspect of it. That and that's what I don't know what you do with that. I mean, I got it. like that's where you know because that's again like I'm just from what I'm piecing together, like the cubs are where they make a lot of their money. Yeah. <clears throat> And then once they get to a certain age, you can't, you can't
2: take them to the mall anymore. Do something with them. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: And so, like, what do you do with them? And then that's where, okay, if you're not making sure that they're going to a good home, because, like, that's the thing. Like, there are legitimate places that are, like, you need to rescue the, that cat from that place. Right. Like There are cats that need rescue. But to paint everyone. Who isn't, you know, doing it your way or is in line with you. Or, like, I don't know what she... Like, I'm the only one who can do it. Like, what is it? What is it? I don't understand what she wants. But to say that everyone who's not doing it your way needs the fucking... Or is abusing the cats and and shit is just... That was first like you You're That's crazy. You're just this fucking... And then she killed her husband. That's a crazy thing. How'd she get away with
2: that? I know. And I love Joe Exotic's music video to where he's got the... Lady yes, dressed, the lady dress, feeding dressed up just like her. The Carol look alike, <laughs> and then it looks just like her. Oh uh, my
3: god, dude! Yeah, that was the uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the moment because Carol has her music videos too. I know, like she's not in them, but she's you know they they have the Big Cat Rescue music videos. Oh and, yeah, and there was that scene where they're watching it. And like you know, her and her husband are sitting there, and they're just like, "Oh my god, this is so great!" And the producer dude is sitting; you can see him like (laughs) looking at him, like, "Do you guys not
4: see how terrible
3: this is? How like you know?" And again, this is just like Joe's exotic. Like you guys make fun of Joe for having these stupid music videos, and here you are. And then and then they're talking about like just the lyrics of like you know, Tigers, you know wild and free and they're fucking got a tiger in a cage like Mm -hmm. she's sitting there in front of a tiger in a cage seeing about tigers being wild and free and it's like the how do you not see the hypocrisy here oh my god so i actually read something that uh like 30 some odd almost 40 of those tigers from joe exotic's place
2: they're here in colorado yeah some some animal sanctuary Yeah. yeah yeah i saw that
3: yeah See, that was the thing. Again, I'd like to see, like, it sounds like that place a little more, like, what I had in, in mind. But, like, that was, when you hear Big Cat Rescue, you think that they're going to be taking them and putting them in these, like, big, huge areas. Yeah. Area. yeah. And not that they're going to, you're, you're going to take them from one cage and put them in another cage. And, like, that's where, like, the whole, like, Big Cat Rescue thing, just, like, wait a minute, what the fuck's going on here? This is not, because you hear it before you see what's going on, you think, like, Oh, this lady's probably got some good intentions, you know? Takes these cats from these cages, and they end up in these big, like, sanctuary places where they can That's how I picture it. No,
2: they just get stuffed in another
3: cage. And then you go, and you're like, wait a minute, this is like Joe's cage. Like, some of them are even worse. Yep. So, what is this? Yeah, that was... uh, There's some crazy motherfuckers out there. There is. It's just interesting to see how the cult thing, like, it just... There seems to be a theme. That pattern, yeah. right? Like, you wouldn't even call that a, a cult necessarily. But when you when you, when you, you look at the definition of a cult, you're like, oh, that's a cult. So you just start to realize, like, dude, there's, like, cult-like behavior, like, in so many places that you don't even, you wouldn't even necessarily think, like, oh, that's going to be a cult kind of thing. So, yeah. It's, it's, people like power. They like to fucking use it. So...
2: Yeah, I forgot all about the Tiger King. That, that, that dude cracks me up so fucking bad. And they so... Like, yeah. In each episode, of some like, new character gets introduced. Yeah. Some crazy motherfucker that loves big exotic animals with a lot of money. Yeah,
3: like, that one dude is based on the, Scarface. The drug dealer? <laughs> yes. I know. And he's like, ah, you know, I didn't fucking cut that dude up, but I was there. I was there. So. Was I? Yeah, was that the guy
2: who took the saw to his neck? No, but... I mean, I was there, so what am I going to tell the (laughs) judge? Yeah, yeah. what am
4: I going
3: to tell the judge, man? You know, yeah, so.
2: (laughs) My partner was a little crazy. We cut him up and burned him. (laughs) I shouldn't have let him do it on my property. I would have been all right. Yeah. Like, what the fuck?
3: (laughs) I know, he's just all deadpan about it. Deadpan, like, yeah. eh, Yeah, no one got a cup of coffee, too. (laughs) Same amount of emotion in both of them. And my
2: partner sawed his head off and we burned his corpse. But yeah, I didn't really do it. I mean...
3: Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fucking crazy There's characters. There's crazy
2: people out there, man. For sure. I love it. I love that people like that exist.
3: Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's good. It is good. Everybody wants this uniformity thing. No. Said, we, no, dude. We, we need Joe's We need Joe's exotics. Those are fucking important for us. Uh-uh. He was texting me. Right on. Cool. So, uh, man, uh, how's your training going? Did you get some lifting in last oh, yeah. weekend?
2: been lifting, buddy.
3: So, I got a daily thing. I'm doing some curls and some tricep extensions, trying to fucking beef up my guns. Nice. And then I'm doing some uh, hanging, like, toe touch, like, leg raise. Oh, like toes to bar? Yep, toes to bar. Toes to bar. So I actually did some of those the other day. Doing a couple sets of those <laughs> every day. So, that's my just kind of daily... Thing, Getting the around on the other it. things, yeah. I just need something to do, you know. Like I'm sitting here working. I'm like, man, I need a break. So just go, go do some curls. Do some curls. Do some tricep. I was doing curls, and how uh, was it? I said something about doing curls for the girls, and Z's <laughs> like, "Stop it, Dad! You're embarrassing me." And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why? What do you mean? And he's like, "Well, you're married," and I'm like, "Why well, no? Mommy's a girl. Like, you know, she likes." You know, we have good biceps, too. And he's just like, ah. <laughs> he doesn't like hearing about that yes. stuff.
2: He's starting to get old enough now where you can embarrass him a little bit. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, you can definitely you can embarrass him. Nice. So, but, uh, yeah. So, I'm doing that. And uh, got through my few videos. Got through the Eduardo Telles turtle guard. Good stuff there. And uh, trying to work my way through the Craig Jones passing the guard using leg locks the uh video i don't know Hmm. if you remember that one yeah i remember it but yeah so it's interesting because it's uh it starts out like it's just passing the guard like it's not i guess because he kind of got to establish like here's the passes and then he's going to get into like how to threaten (laughs) leg locks if people are defending to open things up but so far it's just been like an instructional on that float pass Position
2: like Wagner's position. Yeah,
3: yeah. So it's a uh, dude. It's a fucking. It's not an easy position Mm. to get into.
2: No, and then if someone's got strong legs, yeah, you get elevated pretty easy. It's it's more effective that position in particular. It's a real dynamic position. Nogi. Yeah. They don't have to. They don't have to control your posture and your arms to elevate and disrupt your balance. Right. To where nogi, you can get to that float pass like headquarters position let's say and when they try to disrupt you you're mobile and you can move they can't control you as easy Yeah. so I, I, I've definitely found uh, that it's not you gotta play it differently with a gi they they got too much because you get that close to somebody with a gi they get too many grips on you Yeah. It's like, then it's a pain in the dick they they got a foot underneath you they got a collar and they got a sleeve and you then know. they're kicking you and flipping you and it's like yeah it's not, it's not good it's a little it's different with no yeah. gi you, you can play that position no gi for sure Right. Gee, you got to change
3: it. I know. It's funny, man, because a lot of the stuff that I watch, like the, you know, Lachlan Giles half guard, you know, is no-gi. And so there's been a few times when I'm doing shit and I'm like, oh, okay. And, and I know it, right? Like, I, I totally know. Like, look, I know that I'm going to run into grip problems. And you know, there were even a few things that I saw and I'm like, dude, all I got to do is grab my collar and that's not going to, you know, go quite like that. But, uh, um. Yeah, it is, you know, watching, just knowing how can I... Because the principles are the same. Right. Because I started playing around with it more last night. And I, was, I was trying to, like, force going to that position and then trying to work from there. And what I just found myself was starting to work was, like, trying to go to the position and not actually, like, going to the position, but just, like, like going straight into another pass or something, like just using it as this completely transitionary because if I sat there for a second You can't yeah, it was just it, it wasn't uh You can't
2: hang out there. You just you you just breeze through that position. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I just breeze through it. So that was a good one though. Just, like sprawling out on the legs to do the smash pass. I was, you know, getting some luck with that and uh but 'cause I kinda see you know it's it's a little similar ish to like that, uh, like that passing position, like that cross, the one that like Kevin has been working where you, you shove your knee across and you still got the, the leg yep. in and you got yep. their legs pressed. kind of like an extreme version of that position. Like if you didn't have the knee through, you know, and the knee was up more, like it, that's the same, kind
2: of the same position, it's the same thing.
3: basic position. And so I'm trying to connect that, you know, in my head, make some use of it. Cause I know there's something there. Because as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, this is that one that Wagner, that you got from that. But it's, uh, yeah, you got to learn how to play at the, with the gi a Changes little bit more. Changes in So, but yeah, I'll get through that. Hopefully get some good stuff. But i watching, if I can't train, man, if I can't get into the gym and train or whatever and in the evenings, try to set up a little time to watch something. So expanding the knowledge base. That's all you cool. can do.
2: Should we call it a wrap? I so think we can so. we set up and yeah, live stream Grumpy Guy. Yeah. 10 15.
3: Yeah, yeah, man. We're going cool. to, uh, yeah. So Let's do plan. it. Cool. Cool. All right. See, see you. Yeah, this coronavirus.
0: Two People
4: of beats only so check.
0: You got coronavirus. Ooh shit, you got coronavirus. We ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus. I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus. Move, bitch. You got coronavirus. Ooh shit, you got coronavirus. We ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus. I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus. I'm gonna chill at the crib cuz I'm safe here. I ain't even about to drink me a Corona beer. I'm about to stay at the crib for about a year and I ain't coming back out until this shit clear. i done bought me a a mask and a lot of gloves and i still feel like that is not enough i ain't shaking no hands i don't want to hug make sure you wash your hands with a lot of love so if you got that cv they gonna find you if you coughing i ain't trying to be around you i ain't even trying to stand beside or behind you i'ma try to help them motherfuckers find you i ain't even about to hop on no plane i ain't even about to stand in the rain i ain't getting on no train i ain't even about to drive in my lane i'm about to stay in the house and play the game Bitch, move, bitch, you got coronavirus. Ooh, shit, you got coronavirus. We ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus. I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus. Move, bitch, you got coronavirus. Ooh, shit, you got coronavirus. We ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus. I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus.
1: Thank you for listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast.
2: Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help and will allow us to keep putting out episodes. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, hit us up at grumpyguybjj at gmail.com. Also, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com, and get signed up for podcast updates and get our free BJJ Improvement Starter Kit. That's it for now, so get on the mat, train hard, and talk to you all next week.
0: With a permanent breath, A hermit now Boom Doggy school Foggy cool Got a froggy I'll talk dude Now they calling Daisy Duke Hanging by the lace of their shoes No trace of the tools Shaped in your face. Fuck the rules Snooze you lose One eye always open it. it times two No clue But soon a brief one soon Might give you a view to choose Stay tuned Include Won't conclude To the end is near Beware there's consequences But what you do To me you're me, me, me. The devil on many levels, I keep on beating For several of them rebels Me, myself, he died Me, myself, he died